Hello and welcome to The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar world. I'm Otis and I'm joined by Orion and Sola. Today we're going to be talking to you about the episodes, the library and the drill. Um, yeah, Orion? Um, before we start this episode, we've got a shout out for you all. Sola was on Apple Podcasts and he saw a review of the podcast with a fan theory and a shout out request. So here we go. Um, my theory is that Ba Sing Se is an AOT, in, and instead of fighting Titans, it's on the back of a lion turtle, which is dormant. It's like it was built when lion turtles still ruled the world. So shout out to Joseph, who is in America. Pol- apolo- apologies, Joseph. Sorry we didn't give you the shout sooner, but that's a great theory. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great theory, but what's an AOT? But it's simply, uh, what AOT stands for, Attack on Titan, which is an anime. Um, it's a very good anime, except it is very violent. Just saying, um, basically, humanity now lives in a bunch of places very similar to Barsing Stay, as Joseph said. And they're living in circular, like, cities. Buildings. And then with different levels. So there's the first level, second level, and third level. And kind of this is spoiler, so close your ears right now if you don't want to get spoiled for AOT. Close your ears, guys. Yes. Close your ears. Sorry. Basically, the walls are made of titans, and then, like, you can open your ears now. Okay. Um, Basically, because of that, it's very similar to being built on a lion turtle, which is why there's another great comparison. And also, it's cool that the lion turtle could be dormant, and that could raise an idea for the maybe a third series of Avatar, where the lion turtle comes alive and Barsing Say could be destroyed. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, but... that that's a great idea, Joseph. Maybe. Uh, Sola, I don't know about you. Do you think we could include this in the Legend of Seto? Maybe having Barsing Say almost be destroyed, and that's like Seto's task. Or just like all of the major cities are about to be destroyed spontaneously by waking lion turtles, and someone's trying to wake up the lion turtles. Yes, it would be almost like lock opening the spirit portals, except. But instead, it's just waking up the spirits in, instead of waking up the lion turtles who are all underneath the cities and then destroying most of the world. Oh, also, by the way, I finished um, Avatar Season 2, but uh, no, The Legend of Korra Season 2 yesterday. Oh, cool. But, um, sorry for moving off AOT, but yeah, um, that'd be cool. And okay, then we well, get a Lion Turtle backstory as well. Otis, um, so yeah, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Yeah. So, this episode, we're going to divide it up into two parts, starting with the library. And here's Sola with the main synopsis. Uh, hi, um, just give me a second, i myself. Alright, so at the beginning of the episode, they've been working pretty hard to find things, but then now they're saying that they need their own mini vacations. And Sokka, however, is very fixated on getting information about the war. And yeah, so basically, for, uh, for Katara's mini vacation, she goes to a, mist, a Palms Oasis, a place called the Misty Palms Oasis. However, its reputation has gone downhill in the past hundred years, and now that it's like a bar and they get a mango, but um, yeah. 
Then they meet this guy who's called Professor Zay of the Ba Sing Se University. Um, and then he measures Aang's skull. But um, yeah, uh, basically after that, he tells them about this amazing place called the library. And um, they go to this, uh, the, so Sokka finds out about this place called the library from Professor Zay. And he decides that they're gonna go there to get information because the library is basically like um it's a it's like um it's a place of information like from all over the world for thousands of years made by a spirit called Wanchitong. And this spirit and if you come in you have to exchange some information. So on their way there, they go over a desert on Appa, but then they get inside and yeah. Then a fox, then they see a tower-like structure coming out of the sand, but then they figure, they say that the tower is not what they're looking for, it's much too small, it's the library. But then, just as they're about to give up, a fox carrying a skull races up and gets inside the tower at the window from the top. Sokka, understanding this is the library and most of it has been sunken, devastated that his lifelong dream of finding this knowledge spirit is nearly buried, Professor drops down to the floor and begs to excavate. Toph places a hand on the tower and announces that the library is intact under the sand. Everyone enters via the window. Same yeah, and like I, I'm just gonna say, this is pretty irrelevant. But um, um, I've I've pl- I've played through this whole thing in the Burning Earth video game. Have you? But then um, while everyone goes in, Toph stays guard. But unfortunately, while Toph's there. Upper gets taken by sandbenders, and that leads to the whole Appa arc of being like taken away and meeting the meeting the Kyoshi warriors to try and escape and go back to Boston. Yeah, because like it's because because no, because I remember Toph doesn't go in; she stays outside to hold it up. And then the sandbenders come in their like boat, catamaran, sand flyer thingy, and drag Upper away. And then it's like Toph Toph uses earth bends and like tries to knock the sandbenders back but then she also the library sinking more and she's also got to hold it at the same time so it's it's yeah. it's a lot obviously we'll do more of this in the character development section later but this is a lot of emotional stress on top yeah i agree and like that yeah, also, there's the um, the library has an owl um, called Wanchitong, who is the spirit. And to get in, like I said before, you have to exchange some information. So while Professor Say hands a notebook and everyone hands their own stuff, Aang hands his wanted poster, which is apparently seen as information because he's it's just information that he's on the run and just like, he's grudgingly let in. But, um, yeah, but no, I, I, I was just gonna say it's it's quite interesting that he's an owl because I'm studying like classical civilizations and the myths, uh, Greek myths, and Minerva slash Athena is the god of wisdom, and she is, uh, she she's using, uh, she well she, her iconography, which is like an icon which is used uh, to represent that god is an owl so i guess it's quite interesting that they chose for one she tong to be an owl because that's like the animal of wisdom there's another really there's another that just made me think of this i know this is really off topic but there's this anime called the promised neverland also quite violent but it's very good um 
and there's this guy called William Minerva who's providing information to allow them to escape and his name is Minerva and his symbol is literally an owl. Minerva is an alias but still I thought I was I just noticed that's cool. Yeah that's interesting yeah because Minerva's the Roman version of Athena so and yeah she's a, she's like the god of wisdom and battle strategies in the Greek version and in the Roman version Minerva's more just god of wisdom and less to do with battle strategies so yeah just just pointing that out yeah that that's quite interesting yeah and then then they go through there and they kind of follow a fox and then they come into a planetarium place and then like they done they realize that there's a solar eclipse that will incapacitate the firebenders um and there's like how the moon removes the powers of water how like the removal of the moon affects the waterbenders and soccer is gloating about beating the firebenders and then then the not then Wan Shi Tong appears and Wan Shi Tong actually as you find out later in the episode doesn't want anyone to be studying things like war because of what happened with Admiral Zhao which we'll get into later and it makes Wan Shi Tong very angry um the group has to start and um, in the thinking library the group has to flee with the owl chasing them then they um yeah so they keep checking the dates but also another thing that happens during the episode is ang while looking through the library notices a picture of a lion turtle which is the first time we ever see a canon lion turtle in the whole show including legend of korra because legend of korra occurs afterwards well not necessarily the only time but it's the first time we see a canon lion yeah exactly yeah um, yeah, and then like there's a lot of parts where he's looking around, but then towards the end, like they manage to escape, and yeah. Um, no, uh, solo. Could oh, you... they get out using ropes. Yeah, but um, could you could you go over the whole Admiral Zhao thing? Oh yeah, so Admiral Zhao was looking up how to. I think Admiral Zhao started the war or something, but um, yeah, um. Admiral Zhao doesn't start the war. No, he didn't. But he, he looked up something like some firebending move, and I think he might have destroyed the library or something similar to that. Really? I'm not sure. Well, he might have been a reason why it sunk. I'm not sure. He definitely like went there once. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah, went that, there. That's the reason. That's the reason it's sad, or like they're sad. Yeah, because also it's interesting in the legend of Korra, you've also got Admiral Zhao, um, and they find Admiral Zhao in the fog of lost souls. But they also find um, that Jinora also goes into the library, um, and then Wan Chi Tong talks about Admiral Zhao, and you find prof- and he uh, gestures to Professor Zay's dead body. So oh yeah, and she goes Professor Zay because of course Jinora would know who he is. Professor Zay. Just imagine if he was like one of the most famous professors ever. Just like, well, he is kind of. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, shall Sorry, we move on to character development then? Yeah. So character development. The first one I want to talk about is Appa because he gets character development in the library, right? And he gets this character development through being captured because he gets captured by a bunch of sunbenders who then get essentially the most powerful, um, well, no, the second most rare animal in the world after the lion turtles because there is supposedly only one left 
Um, but yeah, so they get this, and the Appa development, I guess, is just him. That's like the next part of Appa's story, and it's just him being captured. Um, who else do we want to talk about um, in like character development? Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to talk about Toph, because um, she's under, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me, um, both of you, but um, Toph must have been under a lot of stress, because um, afterwards, Aang is so angry with Toph, even though it's not her fault, like, he bl- literally blows up at her, it's it's not very Eno man-like, I must have mentioned this other thing that I just realised. She must have had stress buildup because, like, she's used to being able to see with her feet on normal ground. But then she's on Appa, which she says she doesn't like because, like, kind of Appa is a bit odd feeling. But then she's also on sand, which is hard, even harder to see on using her feet. So it's like she's also under stress from like trying to figure out what's going on, and then has to choose to save Appa or everyone else who's inside the. the yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's it's essentially like. She, she she could hardly see because uh, she's standing on sand. Then she's trying to save her friend who was stuck in a collapsing library. Then Oppa is, is being kidnapped and she's got to go and rescue Oppa. But if she rescues Oppa, her friends will die. So it's like, well, actually, here's a thought. What if Toph had rescued Oppa? then it would have turned out very differently. Because I don't think she... Yeah, we would get probably a whole episode on how they get out of the library. Yeah, well, I mean, that would I mean, that would be Storyteller's License, but um, Oppa would would still be lost. Yeah. I think, I think that, like, that would be really cool, and we could get a really cool escape episode. It's just the only problem would be that we wouldn't get Appa's Lost Days, but like, I think that's oh, okay. We don't have Appa's Lost Days on the episode schedule. Wait, we should do that the same day we're doing Tales of Barsing, so. Yes, I'm adding that in. Anyway, um, I think you're next, Sola. Okay, wait, could you just go back to the... Like, yeah, uh, there, you're covering soccer. So, um, I was a bit wrong about the cactus juice because that doesn't happen in this episode. Does it happen in this episode? Yeah. Cactus juice. I know that happens in episode the desert. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Look. Um, yeah. Look, we we've we've got to just hang on. Um, new share. Um, share. Uh, optimum admin. Video. Why is there so much admin? Nah. Hate it. Okay, so look, here we go. Um. There's water trapped inside these. I don't know. Suit yourself. It's very thirst quenching, though. Drink cactus juice. It'll quench you. Nothing's quenchier. It's the quenchiest. Okay, I think you. <laughs> Who the top on It's a very good episode. Hang on. Can I get some of that cactus? I don't think that's a good idea. Come on, we need to find Aang. How did we get out here in the middle of the ocean? 
is that? What? What is what? It's a giant mushroom. Maybe it's friendly! Let's just keep moving. I hope Aang's okay. Friendly mushroom! Mushy giant friend. According to my charts. Take it easy, little lady. I'm sure the sand folks who built this baby know how to get around here. I think my head is starting to clear out the cactus juice. And look! <laughs> Tastes like rotten penguin meat! Oh, I feel woozy. You've been hallucinating. I got this one! <laughs> I guess my head's not as clear as I thought. Water. And there you go. So it's a very good clip. I do like that clip. Yeah, that that's no, what here on Four Nations. Yeah. And then he has, and then he's also the one who decides to go to the library. Okay, um, Otis, do you want to cover Professor Zay the absolute? We do not know what to describe him as. Otis? Pardon? Professor Zay. Oh, Professor Zay, I'm absolute, we do not know what to describe. So, him. Professor Zay, Professor of Anthropology at Barsing State University. Anthropology is the study of like humans and stuff, which is why he wants to go to the library. Um, <clears throat> now, he is quite. There's literally no humans in the library. But... Yes, but it is lots about humans. Yeah, but like, she's not. Anyway, he's important because... No, wait, no, I, I'm just going to say, um, sorry for interrupting you, Jess, Um, because he, anthropology is more the study of, like, skulls and physical humans, whereas he doesn't need humans to study there because he's not, like, if he was a psychologist, then he'd be studying human behaviour, but he's an anthropologist, so he studies physical humans. Yeah, like a kind of archaeologist type person. And he is important because he tells them what the library is, helps them get inside, and knows like the correct protocol. Um, so yeah, I think he's just an important. I'm not going to go too deep. I don't want this episode to go on forever. But um, yeah, I think he's an important character. There's not too much like development because he um, well, only kind appears. Of he's like he's trapped in a literal like sinking library, and he chooses to stay because it's got everything he wants there and then he's literally willing to stay there till he dies and that's that is done. a good point yeah but i think because development is really how the character develops rather than yeah um rather than like what they do in the episode and like i get how he's important because we see him for a whole episode and he gives them important plot development but the character himself isn't developed it's more like he just exists for plot convenience as someone to give them like to tell them that the library exists yeah yeah because yeah, it's it's almost like um probably what went through their heads is like well they need this information about the war uh, if they find it at some mystical library 
um, they wouldn't just stumble, they could just stumble upon it, but it might be more interesting if we introduce a new character um, yeah. and may add some stuff. Yes. What other thing could be interesting though? It's like, I think not, this might not be right, but like, probably quite a lot of other times when it has just been for plot convenience with some new characters. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because you could yeah. say that was plot convenience to give Katara stronger waterbending. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because like, it's, it's the characters which actually, for instance, Hakoda added a lot to the plot, and he was a new character, and he mattered because he was a relative. Um, it was he wasn't just for plot convenience. Same with like Tonra. Um, what you'd say about you, I guess. No, yeah, that's a good point. More like a plot point. No, but also UA UA is there to develop soccer. So yeah. I don't know whether she's sort of plot convenience and she's sort of character development convenience. Yes, like plot point. Yeah, okay, um I'm gonna move on to Ang. So I mean you can imagine how Ang was feeling. His lifelong friend and spirit animal was wait, spirit no, because Ang yeah, is the spirit animal. Hang and Upper's spirits, aren't they sort of fused somehow? Well, yeah. did, we do, did we do our one she tongue? Did we? Oh no, we forgot one she tongue. Go ahead. So I think one she tongue is probably also another plot point, but they have used some like clever iconography for one she tongue. Um, iconography is like the icon and like. So, like, one of the gods of battle strategy in, like, in, like I think, Roman or Greek, was, um, Minerva or, um... Wait, yeah. didn't, didn't you already cover this earlier? Yeah, but I think that was in the recording. Yeah, it was. Ah, we have a mix-up now. It was in the recording, Sola. Anyway. This is the first recording. We haven't done previous recordings. No, 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 I think we've already talked about this. We talked about this in the main synopsis where you talked about the giant owl. Did we talk about we talked about Admiral Zhao as well? Yeah. So like, well that's basically all the character development then, so. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna cover Aang then. Because I mean Aang must have been going through emotional turmoil. Also, Aang is Aang is spiritually connected to Upper. So it must have been like spiritually really hard for Aang, because I guess with the avatars and their spirit animals, like if Korra lost Naga, imagine that would that would actually make an impact on her. I would say, probably be- because they are literally fused. That could be a cool plot point, and then like seeing how Korra reacts. But then again, they've already done it with Aang, so that's probably the because like Aang is even more emotionally stable than Korra, and you see how Aang reacts. Korra, this like hot-tempered. It would be interesting to see how she reacts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, in the same yeah, way. Already done it. I mean, in the same way, Lynn said, um, was talking about um, what Air Temple Island looked like when she broke up with Tenzin. I wonder what Republic City would look like with a deadly with an avatar. She'd probably go into the avatar state like Ang did, um, then probably would set fire to Republic City, and then she'd yeah. be like. 
Oh, it's so hard. Everyone expects so much of me. And it's like, yeah, you're a great. You did have Cora going on a rampage because of, um. Because of what? When did she go on a rampage? Solo? Hmm? I when did you say she went on a rampage? No, but. Or it's like. Because you know how, like, Air Temple Island was destroyed. I forgot the name of the polar bear dog. Naga. Naga. Yeah, um, if Naga, like, got taken, that could be a cool arc, but then, they, yeah, they have already done it. Yeah. Okay, I think that's enough with Aang. Um, Solo, do we need to talk about the sandbenders, or...? Probably not. Okay, like, yeah. they take Appa, okay. and then Appa is what... I'll just go for quickly. Appa is the, the re- one of the rarest... You're going on mute. You are going on mute. Oh, sorry. They probably, um, Appa is probably one of the rarest creatures I've ever seen, and they probably have never seen a, um, a sky bison before because they're really rare, mostly dead, and then like it's been like 50 years, and most of the people like might not have been that old, so it might be their first time seeing a sky bison. Well, I, I, I mean, um, um, plot, plot, um, um, Avatar Mythbuster, um, you've got, uh, the, the, there's those, the, the fire sages who helped Korra had been, ri- had been raising those bison for, since before the Hundred Year War, so. Wait, really? How yeah, do we yeah, know yeah, 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 that's what it said in, in the episode, that, you know how Korra ha- had all those, Problems and was found on the beach. They yeah. brought her in. The the old uh, the old fire sage said, um, um, "We've been raising this herd of bison since before the Hundred Year War." Hmm. So they, right. So yeah, but like, wasn't the like, last. If you're in the Earth Kingdom, the fire nation, the fire sages wouldn't just come to the Earth Kingdom and just go like, "Here's the um, here's our sky bison." But like, yeah. I so I don't think the sandbenders would have seen one before. So that's no, no. I, I doubt they would have seen one before. But just a separate MythBuster thing. Yeah, anyway. and also like if um, uh, I, I'm not saying Upper would be the rarest creature alive because a, a lion turtle would be, but like Upper is probably one of the rarest creatures alive. Definitely second rarest species alive. Oh no, no, but and then third rarest would be the dragon. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then maybe the badger moons? Yeah, or the elemental masters. What are the I elemental think... masters? Yeah, 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 yeah. The moon and the sun are probably maybe like st- I don't know where I'd put the moon and the sun. No, but they they don't really count, do they? Because you... yeah, but, like they're they're like unattainable. So doesn't that mean they're like? No, because they aren't re- they aren't creatures though. Because we aren't just talking like they aren't creatures, strictly speaking. But the, I guess you could say that that specific breed of koi um, are the rare. Ava- um, Avatar Number run three. The moon and sun are alive. Dun dun dun. Anyway, um, we've only got five minutes left of this meeting. Um, uh, so we're going to rejoin this Zoom meeting. Uh, and we will be back for the second part of your episode after the break.
Okay, we're back from our break and ready to um basically start again. So if you guys want to go ahead with the um mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, just saying we're not there's the style of this episode. It's gonna be the same way we're gonna do main synopsis. Yeah, main synopsis, discussion, and then character development. Okay, um, so, uh, main synopsis for this episode. So, essentially, Team Avatar have just come through their embarrassing say, um, then the drill attacks, um, and Team Avatar walking on the wall, and they're told they're not allowed up there. The generals really are not worried at all. Um, and they've got this special terror team. And I mean, the terror team looks cool. Look, let me just get an image of those up. There, look. So you've got this, these muscular earthbenders, the terror team. Right. Pretty cool hats. That? That's so cool. Yeah. They do anyway. have pretty cool hats, though. <clears throat> and, like, the armor design does look pretty cool. Okay, wait, so is, yeah. wait, is that is that like is the terror team like an actual Star Wars? What? They're in Star Wars as well. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, that looks like Star Wars Rebels or the Bad Batch or something. Anyway, um, so you've got these burly men, the terror team, and May and Tai Lee. This is the maybe we've seen them a couple of times at this point. But May and Tai Lee literally destroy the terror team so easily. Uh, so they destroy the um, uh, they they destroy the terror team, um, and well, also uh, I think I think we're also there's also um, Judy who appears at the beginning who introduces them. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. That's in City of Walls and Secrets. Oh. Um, yeah, so 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 then uh, Katara and Ang go into the drill, and Toph uses her earth bending to try and slow it down. Uh, so I think so. Wait, actually, um, Otis doesn't Soccer go in to try and get the drill schematics? Yeah, and they freeze they freeze this like mechanic, and they get the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They freeze the mechanic. They get the map. Katara and Aang use this water bending technique where they pass water to each other and it, they cut through and they cut through these steel girders and Katara and Aang learn uh, that they don't need to cut all the way through they can cut partially through and then once they're all being cut through it will break um, but unfortunately May and Tiny find them but their work has been done um, right. Azula goes up onto the top of the drill and fights Aang uh, and Aang in their duel Aang defeats Azula but the drill manages to penetrate the wall so I guess in a sense this is the first I think this is the is this the first time or is this the second time did Iroh penetrate yeah Iroh penetrated the wall but it didn't do anything apart from that Yes, so this is the first time they've probably sort of been a major assault on the wall and got they, the attackers had actually properly got through. Um, so yeah, this was a momentous occasion in history. Uh, that might have been a rushed a rush synopsis, but do either of you have any comments on that? No. 
Okay, um, Otis, do you want to start with the Azula character development? Okay, so... Azula, the character development in the drill is just her being incredibly powerful. Like, we've seen that she's powerful, but now she's... Essentially, her dad has trusted her enough to let her operate the biggest operation of the war so far. Maybe, except for Iroh's breach, but that was so long ago. Um, but yeah, I think that the character development is her feeling so powerful. She is not scared of anything. She's not scared of like any of the people that challenge her. She probably thinks she could like 1v1 anyone. Including the wall of passing. Yeah. Essentially, she feels like she is just better than everyone. Yeah, and I, I mean, you, some, some major Azula fans may, may say that she's very optimistic, not very defeatist, but really, she's too confident, uh, and I would yeah. say almost becomes as big a bully uh, as Zuko was in season one. Um, but oh, also, usually she, more than more of a bully. Yes, I would say maybe, maybe, maybe Zuko seems more aggressive. But in the end, Azula's so sort of sharp, she'll make these witty comments which can shut anyone down. Yeah. Um, but you also, it's not just her, she does have Mei and Tai Lee by her side. So Mei has her like throwing sword things and Tai Lee can chi block and is extremely um, manoeuvrable. Um, but Azula's also pretty good. Like Tai Lee can cartwheel and jump and stuff the best. Um, but May, uh, but Azula does have some of these skills. Yeah, she um, does. She, we, we saw when she was fighting lots of people, she has incredible skills of like jumping and things. And also she uses her bending. Her bending helps her because she d- uses these, maybe she doesn't have use continuous flight all the time, but she uses these blasts of fire at the ground, which can like propel her up onto buildings and stuff. Jet stepping. No, I I think I think I think jet stepping is actually slightly different. You I do. Think, I think jet stepping is. Hang on, jet stepping. Um. Well, I think that is jet stepping. No, because I think jet stepping is. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is jet stepping. So you literally walk and then you have fire under your feet. It's the same with right. dust stepping, and there's also mist stepping, which is the water bed yeah. situation. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't think I don't think anyone uses true jet stepping in Avatar. Yeah. Okay. Right, so let's go on to the next bit of the episode. Okay, um, so Katara and Aang, that's the next development mode. That for me. That's for me to develop. Ah, oh, I need help. Orion. Yes, yes. I'm talking about Katana. Well, I don't know what they do. Um, they kind of do their thing and they have to run and they have to like, ah. Their development is teamwork, I guess. They work very well as a team, freezing and breaking metal with their synchronized wall spending. That's the main thing I'm going to say. Um, yeah, so they work very well together with the synchronized war spending to take out the drill. 
yeah. I just really didn't want to make this episode very long. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not so much more. There's not much more to it, to be honest. That's that's about it. Cool. But, so, I I think. Um, oh no, yeah. Um, you've got Toph Sola. Um, I probably need to help with this one too. Um, okay. To be so honest, Toph does Toph doesn't do much. Toph fights the drill. Yeah, I mean that's about it. Toph uses her earth bending, holds the drill, and sort of slows it down. But this is before she's worked out. Mental- I'm more interested. I'm, I'm, by the way, guys, I'm also going to be doing. I have a character to run. I'm, I'm more going to be doing. So cool. Yeah. So she so uses her earth bending and slows down. She doesn't do that much because the drill has specifically been designed to um, stop earth benders. Yes, she can't do that much, but she still slows it down a bit. Um, and now I'm just going to quickly cover Ba Sing Se because this this is momentous in history because this is one of the first times that real damage has been done to Ba Sing Se. I mean, the wall is so, 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 so uh, thick and this drill managed to get through. And no, Sola, you aren't going to do upper. We're going to save that for the upper's lost days episode. Okay, I think that's pretty much everything for this episode. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. Then. okay. Well, thank you for still listening. If you are still listening, um, okay. Yeah. Bye. That's all we have for this episode of the Nature of Avatar. Uh, remember to leave a like, subscribe, and drop us a comment wherever you listen. Stay tuned. Oh no! And, and one more, one more thing. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, um. Just as Joseph did, um, you can leave a review uh, and comment in the in your review. Um, and if you're on Spotify uh, and you use, I think iOS, but and maybe Android, uh, you can leave us a review once you've listened. Uh, if you give us a review, that will really help get more people listening to the podcast. And we'd like to finally reach our milestone of thousand subscribers. Uh, where we can finally start making money. But I think our first milestone is probably 500. That's pretty good. Not that we really need to make money. We just do it because we love to. But if we do get 500, we will be happy. So yeah, Yeah. please, please subscribe. If you listen on Spotify and various other platforms, uh, it it isn't subscribe. It's uh, follow, follow, follow. So please follow us, turn on notifications. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Yep, see you in the next episode.